Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for those who want to go deep on topics such as entrepreneurship, personal growth, social media, wellness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, retired corporate girl turned full-time online influencer and entrepreneur. There's no gatekeeping here, just real and raw conversations that are meant to raise your vibe and elevate your life. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the High Vibe Podcast. Today, I am finally ready to talk about my 5 a.m. morning routine. If you don't know, if you're new here, I used to wake up at 5 a.m., And it was something that I was just on top of for a pretty long time. And the book that actually changed it for me was The 5 a.m. Club by Rob Sharma. And that book just like made me so inspired to wake up early and have a early morning routine. And over the years, I kind of lost touch with that. I lost touch with waking up early because I started going to bed later. And then I also lost touch with any type of rituals in the morning. I was kind of like all over the place. I would be in bed and the first thing that I would do is like check emails, check social media right when I wake up. Literally the first thing I would do. And it would cause so much anxiety and so much stress. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And it just became a habit. Checking my phone, checking the internet, checking my emails, checking social media became the thing that I did when I woke up. And it made me really unproductive and I noticed I was losing clarity on my goals what I wanted to do on my vision I was losing clarity on where I wanted to go and I kept on feeling like I just didn't have enough time like I didn't have enough time in the day recently over the last couple of months I was like okay I'm gonna start scaling back the clock I was around an 8 a.m 7 50 and I would work out at 8 a.m I literally wake up at like 7 45 and go work out at 8 a.m And that was my routine for a very long time. Now, I started to slowly scale back. So it started to 7. I'm like, I'm going to wake up at 7. Then 6.30. Then 6. Then 5.30. And now 5. And so I want to share with you guys my current 5 a.m. morning routine with you all. And just know that this did not happen overnight. I slowly started to scale the clock back. And the first thing I'm going to talk about and why I did it was because I just felt like I didn't have enough time in the day. And like I said, I lacked the clarity of where I was going. I lacked my vision. I felt like I was losing my spiritual practice. And I just didn't like any of that. I didn't like any of that. And I knew I wanted to change. So I got to the point where I was ready to make a change. And that's really the only time change happens. You get to that point where you make a decision and you're like, enough is enough. And I'm doing this. And it's uncomfortable. Changing your habits, changing your lifestyle, All of that is very uncomfortable, but I promise you it does become easier with time and you really just become that type of person that wakes up at 5 a.m. I will preface this. The most important part about waking up at 5 a.m. is getting to bed on time. I am not saying wake up at 5 and still go to bed at 12 or 1 a.m. That is not what I'm saying. So that's why I say continue to scale back your time, like start practicing going to bed earlier and it might be hard because your body clock is on a just totally different system right for me I wasn't even going to bed until like 12 12 30 so waking up at 5 a.m just wasn't a thing but I started 
doing things where I made my body tired earlier. One thing that I like to do is I personally eat my meals and my water and all of that stuff earlier in the day. Like 4 to 5 p.m. is pretty much when my last like meal is. I don't really eat too late at night. I'm not perfect with this, I will say. Life happens, things happen. Sometimes we have dinner that is at 8 p.m., whatever. On a general basis, this is what I like to do. I like to eat earlier, eat dinner earlier, drink my last water or have a nice glass of tea in the evening, like a peppermint tea or spearmint tea, chamomile. I start to shut down electronics, not go on my phone, not watch TV. The only electronic that I allow myself to have is my Kindle and my book. So those are the things that I like to do to just kind of wind down and get my body, not get my body, I'm telling my body, hey, it's time to start getting ready for bed. So I have a whole nighttime routine. That's super, super important. I started leaving my phone outside my bedroom. My phone does not go into the bedroom with me anymore. It forces me to get up, walk all the way to the living room to grab my phone when the alarm goes off. And also, I'm not literally going straight to my emails and my social media when I'm in bed. That was something, that was a habit that I wanted to break. And I was like, how am I gonna break that habit? I'm gonna make myself actually even get out of bed. Now we're gonna get into the actual morning routine. And one of the things that I wanna talk about is make it something that is enjoyable for you. I'm gonna share with you what I do. Take what feels good, take the things that you wanna try, leave out the rest. If something does not sound nice or appealing to you, it's not meant for you, okay? I cannot stand these people that put together these like cookie cutter things and say that you have to do this and you have to do that, blah, blah, blah. Like everything works differently for everyone. We all have different preferences, different ways and practices that raise our spirit and lift our vibe. So figure out what works for you. This is what I found that has worked for me and I'm constantly tweaking it as things happen. So my morning routine will change as I change and I evolve and that's totally okay. First things first, phone outside bedroom. Second thing, the hatch alarm. I got this hatch alarm from Amazon and I like it because it's like a little sunrise lamp. So at 5 a.m., leading up to 5 a.m., around 4.45, the light starts to rise and it becomes kind of like a little sunrise, which is really, really nice because it just kind of like eases you into your wake up. And then it has nature, flutes, you can pick what type of music you want it to play. The thing I will say that I don't like about the hatch alarm, it's a little bit more on the pricey end and there's only like five options for your morning alarm. Mike, why are we paying so much money to just have five options? Like you can't sync your music, you can't customize it. I don't know if I'm not using it to the full ability, but I felt like if I was paying over $100 for something like that, I would be able to at least customize my alarm clock. Maybe that's just me, Hatch, if you're watching this. That is my little two cents, but I love that I can adjust everything from my phone. So the Hatch alarm wakes me up. First thing I do, this is before I do anything, is I grab my earbuds, I have noise canceling headphones, put them in my ear, and I put on, I go straight to a meditation. Now here's the thing. The meditation that you put on matters, at least for me. If I do more of like a sleep hypnosis meditation or something more on the calming vibe, I can literally just lay there and fall right back to sleep and then not even remember what happened. (laughs) So what I like to do is I've found some meditations and I will link them down below that are more upbeat, 
more positive and get me really, really excited. Like it makes me feel really freaking good and it makes me happy and it makes me energized and it makes me grateful. And it it's something that I look forward to every morning. Every morning when I wake up, I look forward to putting in that headset. I listen in bed before I even fully get out of bed. I listen and about five minutes in, I'm just ready. I'm ready to go. I'm so amped up. It just like raises my vibe. For you, this might be music. It might be putting on your favorite song or curating your favorite playlist. It just depends on what works for you. And this is one of those things that you're going to have to try out. I put on my favorite meditations that I will link below. And as this is going on, as I'm hearing these positive affirmations and things that are making me feel really good, high vibe and grateful, I'm washing my face, brushing my teeth, making my green juice, icing my face, taking bonbon out to go pee, feeding bonbon, doing all of the things like those normal ritualistic things that I do no matter what time it is. I do all of that while I have my headphones in that are just making me feel really freaking awesome. Then from there, I have like a whole playlist of meditation. So another meditation will come on and I start doing some stretching. Along with that, another thing that I started to incorporate is like a hundred move ab exercise. And I really did this because we are going to Bali and I wanted to look good and strengthen my core. And I really don't do any type of ab workouts. And that's something that's so small and insignificant that I can do every single morning. It also kind of wakes me up a little bit more. From there, I start my journaling. Also while I'm stretching and really just do that brain dump of everything that I want to get done today and how am I going to be the most productive while I'm doing it. So between 5 and 6 a.m., that is what I'm doing. I am getting all of that me time in. And I feel so full, so motivated, and so ready to go. And then from 6 to about 7.50, we'll say 8 a.m., from 6 to 8 a.m., that two-hour block, I work. It's my first work session. And I really do this because I notice that with the podcast, with the YouTube channel that I'm growing, with all the short-form content, plus more long-form content that I'm trying to put out, I just felt so behind. I felt like I could not catch up. And so that's why... I decided instead of working out earlier, because I don't really like working out at 5, 6, 7 a.m., my body just doesn't feel awake, but I feel like my mind is awake and I can focus and everything is quiet. No one's up. Our street is empty and I just feel so focused. So I've been doing either editing, any YouTube videos, any podcasts, mainly I've been doing all my editing between 6 and 8 a.m., but also any type of admin work. So anything for the podcast as far as outreach, emails, catching up, tracking my expenses and finances, like all of that stuff, admin, emails, talking to brands, responding to DMs, comments, mostly editing is what I am doing between 6 and 8 a.m. And that helps me move the needle forward at least a little bit every single day. Because even if that day is dedicated later on to content creation, I feel like I still move the needle forward on editing, which I have noticed is where the clog in the wheel is for me. I am creating tons and tons of content and the editing part of that wheel is slower. So I needed to make more time. And to me, waking up early and getting editing done in that morning is how I did it. I created essentially a whole nother two hours for myself by doing that. And then I go and I work out. 
And that is basically my whole morning routine is I go and then I work out at my gym, I come back, I shower, and I do whatever I need to do for that day, whether it's more editing or I have to get ready and create content. Those are mainly my two main things that I do as a content creator. And But that's what my morning routine looks like. So hopefully this helps you guys and inspires you to start waking up earlier a couple tools and books that i love that i will link below is the 5 a.m club by rob sharma is it robin sharma or rob sharma i don't know the 5 a.m club i will link that another book that i really like is called the miracle morning i will link that below as well that was the first book i ever read on really creating a beautiful morning routine for yourself but here's the thing and here's what i'll say you can read those books But if those practices don't resonate with you, if you don't like doing it, if you don't enjoy doing it, if it doesn't actually elevate your life, don't do it. You don't have to do it. People are different. And that's the thing that I, with this whole personal development is people always like to say that their method is like the only way. And that's just such bullshit. There's so many different methods and ways that you can raise your vibe and feel good. I really want to share what has worked for me but that will change and evolve as I evolve and it will change for you too. So if you don't like journaling, if that is not the practice that you want to do, but you like sitting down and meditating or you like stretching while you're doing your meditation, like figure out what puts you in that vibe and what helps you get there. And this is going to be a lot of testing and trying new things and seeing what fits and what doesn't. That is what I wanna put as a little disclaimer is that there's not just like the perfect routine that you have to do. It's about what's gonna work for you and make you feel good and really elevate your day and elevate your life at the end. Cause that is the goal at the end of the day is to improve the quality of your life and improve your life in general, right? I hope you guys like this podcast episode. I hope that you like these little solo episodes. I will start bringing people on this podcast, but I want to get stuff like this out where I feel like I can just really talk and connect with you and give you updates. So I love you guys and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.